Bitcoin takes another nosedive, bringing the entire crypto marketplace down with it. With having just five months away, will this new seven-month low lead to the long-awaited bull run? A crypto tycoon died, leaving $145 million in crypto in limbo. Now, lawyers want to find out if it's really his body buried six feet under. And the Brave browser is onboarding verified publishers in droves. Are you drove-worthy? Finally, we're pleased to welcome Bruce Porter from Miami's Washington Elite Conference to the show. We'll be performing Bad Crypto Live at the big event coming up in January. And now Christmas is just around the corner and we're feeling jolly. So grab some ho-ho-hos or some ding-dongs or maybe some Twinkies. It's our All the Snack Cakes Are Yummy Bad News, episode number 348 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five, four, three, two, one, two, ignition. Who's bad? It's the Bad Crypto Podcast. I'm Joel Com. <laughs> hey, Travis. What do you what? got? A mouthful of Twinkies over there? For ho ho, ho ho! No, you didn't. Ho ho ho! I did. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's our bad news edition, and we have—I guess it's not the best news, but it's also not the worst news. Maybe this should be called the OK News Edition. Yeah, yeah. Live your OKest life, as we've said before. <laughs> That's by Joel Nostein. <laughs> <laughs> And a shout out to our sponsor, eToro. For a lot of you crypto fans, it's important to have one place where you could trade, plan, discuss strategy, and have fun being profitable with the crypto world. Europe's had this platform for years, and now us in the us, the US and the us, have eToro, the world's number one social trading platform. You get access to all the popular crypto assets on the market, but it's also got a virtual trading and discussion features section. So you can discuss and test your trading strategies with a community of over now 12 million other traders. They've got smart trading tools and ability to connect with the best traders around the world using their copy trading portfolio functionality super cool just find somebody who's got a good winning percentage say i'll do what they're doing boom let it go have you gotten your 25 dollars in bitcoin from travis and myself yet what are you waiting for this offer will not last forever i promise you because nothing nothing lasts forever go to badco.in forward slash etoro today and trade crypto the smart way hey 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 and now, our interview with Bruce Porter from Washington Elite. So, as you guys know by now, we're going to be in Miami in mid-January for the North American Bitcoin Conference. We talked about that on our show last week. Well, guess what? It's not the only rodeo in town and we're all about killing two cryptos with you know one stone turns out that bruce porter's washington elite conference is also happening the day before the north american bitcoin conference and bruce in his infinite wisdom has invited us to go on the stage and do bad crypto live at that conference as well and he's here with us bruce that's right guys awesome well thanks so much for having me on super excited about it you know uh the bad crypto podcast 
You guys always do such a uh, great job. Of course, we uh, just saw each other at World CryptoCon, uh, where you took over the stage, as you guys do. Uh, but super excited about Miami Blockchain Week. Uh, one of the things, really, that we learned, uh, this is now our fifth summit. So we've done a you know really condensed uh, group of, of summits here every three or four months. We did the last one in the Palaces of Vienna, and we piggybacked uh, the Archduke of Austria's main dinner his, his yearly uh his yearly dinner there's over a thousand people there really important people and we were able to have the uh the prince of monaco there with us during the vip portion and we learned a lot from that you learn a lot from each summit you know and so i saw january i saw miami and of course no mo levin who was on the show i believe as well and i uh, thought this is a great opportunity to get down there hit the beach have a lot of people that are already there and uh, so, you know, I mean, gosh, I could go on. We got Versace Mansion and everything else, but I'll tell you more about that. But yeah, super excited about it. And even uh, today I can announce Charles Hoskinson has confirmed that he's coming. Uh, he's going to have his Lambo down there and everything else. So we're oh, Mr. Cardano himself, Mr. Cardano himself. He's That's coming. Great. Yeah, he's bringing his crew and uh, his Lamborghini. We're going to hit uh, some of the racetracks there as well. Oh, how fun. The uh, website is WashingtonElite.com, and it says uh, the event is January 14th and 15th. We're going to be on stage on the 15th there in Miami. It also says this is the Autonomy and Robotics Edition. What's that all about? That's right. So real quick, it's the 14th and 15th. 14th as it, at the Bitcoin Center Miami. We're on the eighth floor. The room holds 1,000 people, 450 people seated. And that's the main summit. So you're going to do your show there. Now, on the second day, we're going to be at Versace Mansion, which, of course, you're going to be there as well. We have a little mini uh, uh, or smaller length mining summit uh, that's just bringing in some important players like Aaron, uh, former state representative Aaron Tilton and whatnot. And we can get you guys on stage there, too. Right on, Bruce. Now, when most people think Washington elite, they're thinking the political class. At least I do. I hear the term Washington elite, and you're like, oh, yeah, those Washington elite out there, fake news, right, and politics. Uh, so what what is the genesis of the name? And, like, like at, is it at the Washington conference when a lot of people from the political class come to the event, or, or, or is this to, to, to impact policies? Or what, what was the, the origins of the name? Well, of course, very good question. And, you know, I've been around for a long time. I started Bitcoin about uh, eight years ago. Originally, I was trading staffing services. I have a couple of promotional modeling companies for Bitcoins. So that's originally how I how I got in. Of course, then I started my own blockchain five years ago and everything else. But uh, the WashingtonElite.com was available. And when this uh, whole .com thing was going on, I looked at that and I said, well, Washington Elite's available. Let me grab that. So I grabbed the WashingtonElite.com, the Twitter, everything else. And I had my my brand and uh, we've used it for different things. So my wife and I are both ice skaters and I competed internationally uh, ice dancing. I was a hockey player, really. But, you know, after my shoulder surgery, I did that. So we've used it. And actually, uh, we have a contract with the National Gallery of Art. We do the skating center out there. And it's the Washington Elite Skating School at the National Gallery of Art. And it's also the name of the blind veteran hockey team that I uh, sponsor. So we do a, uh, I sponsor different things for, dis for disabled sports. And that's one of them. We're going to do another event up in uh, Lake Placid in February. I take all the guys down the bobsled, blind bobsled, blind hockey. So that was the Washington elite uh, name of the team. Those are the jerseys that people see me wear the, the Washington elite jerseys. That's what they are. The hockey jerseys. And it was just kind of a natural, you know, uh, series of events. And so when I thought, okay, 
after going around the world for about a year and a half, speaking at all these conferences, meeting everybody like you guys and like everybody else, uh, interviewing a lot of people, John McAfee and uh, Charles Hoskinson, as a matter of fact, and uh, a lot of these other guys, let me do a summit. And then if I'm going to do a summit, I look at the brands that I have available in the Washington Elite. It's just, it is the brand. Now, uh, a lot of people say that, oh, you know, it's a swamp and everything. And I know, I think you and I, we kind of agree uh, politically, or we, at least we slant uh, the same way. I'm a bit of a libertarian, but, you know, we have a lot of stuff going on. Um, so, of course, people do say that, but it's a, it's an amazing brand. And, uh, you know, the Washington Elite is uh, a great summit. We did the first three here, you know, First International was in Vienna. This is the first one, a domestic, you know, in a different place. But um, it's a great brand. And the awards that were given away, uh, are the awards of the Washington elite. So we'll be giving one to uh, Charles Hoskinson. We're giving one to Aaron Tilton, uh, Nick Spanos, and, uh, and you know, the list kind of goes on. But um, that's, that's the, the origin of it, and, uh, and, and people grab onto it, and it's something easy to remember. And, uh, yeah, so it's great. That's awesome, man. So let's talk a little bit about the two days then. What's going to happen yeah. there on day one and, you know, who are who are some of the speakers you're excited about and then what happens on day two? Awesome. So, uh, you know, it really has come together uh, pretty nicely. Uh, as I mentioned, it's our fifth summit. So, you know, you start to uh, really uh, get a lot of contacts. Uh, we start off uh, really the night before, obviously. We have an investor uh, cocktail reception, but 8 a.m. on Tuesday, the 14th, we are at the Bitcoin Center on the eighth floor. Everybody should come. We have tickets super cheap right now. Actually, if you pay in our, our uh, native currency, Global Boost, if you look on the website, super, super cheap. Um, if you pay fiat, then you pay fiat. But, you know, um, and we're going to, uh, we start off, uh, get there at eight. We'll probably start the stage around 830, something like that. Uh, we have some amazing speakers coming in. Uh, obviously, I've mentioned Charles Hoskinson a couple of times. There's uh, Calhoun, Missouri. Uh, Cal Foon is a, uh, Cal Fon. He's an amazing guy. He's one of the, uh, he was the former Royal undersecretary for the, uh, Dubai. And, um, I, one of my friends, uh, who's a astute businessman called me up afterwards and I won't give too many details, but he told me that he, uh, wrote him a multi-million dollar check, uh, in the past. And so he's a, a big guy. Um, obviously president Vitt. Uh, is always uh, a, an amazing person to have here. I became a uh, citizen of Lieberland recently. I was also awarded their Medal of Honor. Wait, what? what is that? What is Lieberland? So Lieberland is a micronation. It's one of the first of its kind. Uh, it was started by a Czech politician whose father was a bit of a rebel rouser and was booted from the party in the Czech Republic. And they looked around and saw that there was an uh, area of in between Serbia and Croatia that had not been claimed in over 30 years. And so they claimed it and they pronounced it Lieberland. And uh, it's about five or six years old now. And of course, there's all the political stuff that you would imagine going on. Um, you know, Serbia is pretty cool with us. Um, Croatia is a little more, you know, uh, you know, putting on their, they're flexing their muscles at us. Uh, but we've created a free trade zone. And uh, we have an airstrip in Serbia. And, you know, President Vitt has done a really fantastic job, especially of leveraging the blockchain community and this decentralized community um, to put it together. So at, to date, they've had, I think, over 600,000 applicants. I think there is uh, less than 50,000 of us who are actually uh, uh, citizens. And um, it's really an amazing thing. And he's an amazing guy. 
And, you know, we don't know, even we were just talking about politics. We don't know what the next 20 years looks like, you know, I mean, or if 10 even or 50. Like, it's hard to say exactly. You look at what how things have changed over the last 20 or 30 years and, you know, who knows what's going to happen. And so to be kind of a quote unquote founding member of that country, I think is uh, it's very important. So. So he'll be there, of course, speaking. He's uh, been at, of the five summits that this will be the fifth, he's been, he's only missed one. Uh, he, of course, joined us in Vienna as well. Another one uh, that I'm really excited about, of course, is Nick Spanos. Nick Spanos, uh, legendary. I'm sure you guys know Nick. Everybody knows Nick. Uh, I was uh, lucky enough to interview Nick Spanos up in Toronto. He is a, a legend. He's a Bitcoin pioneer. He has done all types of work with uh, Congress, and he works at lobbying uh, Congress in order to, uh, you know, for our taxes and stuff like that. So that is uh, another one. And of course, there's this guy, Joe Com, Joe Com, Bad Crypto Podcast, Pioneer, and this guy's awesome, and Travis, uh, Stefan Russ, Bitcoin.com, Aaron Tilton, the former Utah uh, representative, uh, we're giving him an award uh, as well. He is... Um, one of the uh, one of the big guys lobbying Congress and whatnot for how uh, people's earnings and whatnot on mining bitcoins are taxed. So that's just a few of them. I know there's some others that people may not know as well that are very important, like Dr. Sindhu. Uh, he's an international banker. We're going to be uh, bringing out a new. Uh, we'll be actually the first conference uh, that I know of to have a debit card, and we're doing that with uh, Dr. Sindhu and EST Capital. So we'll be uh, bringing that out at the uh, at the summit as well. So super excited about all. Of it. Yeah, that's great. So I'm actually looking at uh, Liberland.org, yeah. L-I-B-E-R-L-A-N-D.org. Uh -huh. Now, is this like, it's a, it's a micronation. So can folks get like a passport yes. and say that I'm a citizen of Liberland and it's like legit that can you can travel with it? Uh, it's legitimate in, in where it is, uh, you know, in certain countries. So obviously, yeah, exactly where it's recognized. So obviously the easy countries to get it recognized and he goes and visits them. So we're recognized in a bunch of different African countries. We're recognized obviously in Serbia. Um, I introduced him to the Archduke of Austria, of course. So that's the Prince of Austria and her majesty. So that mm -hmm. is, uh, we're working on that. Yeah. It's right by Serbia and Croatia. Do both of those countries recognize it? Uh, Serbia recognizes them, and Croatia recognizes them to a point that they deal with them, but no, they don't recognize the passports uh, as of yet. As a matter of fact, mm -hmm. they will both, the uh, Croatian, uh, I believe prime minister is, and, uh, and President Vit uh, Jedlika will be in D.C. around the time of our of our summit. And it's a very, I know it's a very important meeting for them because, for us, because that relationship obviously is very important. They're right next to us. Right on. Well, um, this sounds great, Bruce. We're really looking forward to coming and being part of this. Why don't you tell people how they can get tickets? And do you, I'll just put you on the spot. Do you have any sort of coupon code that we can offer citizens of the, uh, the micronation of bad cryptopia? So on the website, WashingtonElite.com, you can uh, go ahead and purchase the tickets. Use bad crypto. For the uh, for the ten percent discount, and that will be with the fiat. And if uh, what we do, you know, is what's most important really is that we get everybody into the conference, and that I want everybody to come. We're uh, giving a lot of access to a lot of important people, including the Bad Crypto Podcast um, and uh, and the rest of these speakers. So I want you all to come. And so what we've done is 
we have a option there to pay in Global Boost and the easy way to buy it and everything else, the video telling you how to do it. And if you do that, it's $25, $25 tickets. Uh, so take advantage of that. If you want to pay in fiat, make sure to take advantage of the discount here with the Bad Crypto Podcast. Use Bad Crypto. And uh, we're super excited to see everybody. That's excellent. All right, guys, WashingtonElite.com. Get your tickets. We're going to be in Miami that whole week. And it's going to be super great fun. Bruce, we're looking forward to seeing you there. Looking forward to seeing you guys. And again, that website is WashingtonElite.com. And guess what, folks? We worked out a deal for you guys. You guys can save 10% off of tickets with the code BADCRYPTO. And we're actually, we get nothing on that. We just want to give you guys a discount because we love you. So if you're going to be in Miami for the Miami Blockchain Week, uh, you know, there's the Washington Elite event going on. There's the North American Bitcoin Conference that's going on. So if you're coming, might as well go to both of them. Might as well hit it up and hang out and do some fun things with us. So do it's going to be good times in Miami, especially in the winter, man. That's that's when to be in Florida. No get humidity. Away. You get to go to the beach and it's still nice. I was it's looking at I was I actually added that to my weather map just kind of just kind of keeping an eye on it and I like to I like to have things in Celsius since since I'm a contrarian but um what's interesting is I'll actually switch it back right now it is 39 degrees in Kansas City and it is 75 degrees in Miami yeah. so Miami looks like it's going to be nice it'll be probably in the 70s or in the 80s in um in january so and it'll be air conditioned inside the building too so there's that so join us there in miami thanks bruce looking forward to being there at the show and we want to thank our sponsor divi they are now taking early signups for their new digital finance ecosystem it's going to offer crypto debit cards instant bank accounts and fiat to crypto on and off ramps right in your wallet We've both got masternodes running, Divi Moti masternodes. They're badass. And if you want to be first in line to get your hand on their new services, you want to go to wallet.diviproject.org. Put your email in. And Mr. Travis Wright, they actually have a little bit of news that I'm just going to take liberties with and pre-announce right now. Okay. I believe that Divi or Coin Payments is implementing Divi is a token that people will be able to use, that merchants will be able to take Divi for stuff. Yeah, like on Shopify mm-hmm. and like um, those different, those different, like those, oh, those different commerce websites out there, Magento and whatnot. So anybody has those and you can accept Divi. That'll be awesome. Pretty cool. Wallet.diviproject.org. Check it out. And now check out the news. Today in Iceland? The sun rose at eleven twenty, <laughs> and when did it go down? Like one? It went. No, it actually went down at three three twenty six. Nice. So about four hours of sunlight. So the reason I say this is this is the eighteenth, and there's three more days to the shortest day of the year. So basically, the shortest day of the year in Iceland is about four hours of sunlight, and that's not even true because it's kind of some twilight and then some sunlight and then darkness again. Twenty hours of darkness. Do you know how much sex people have in Iceland? during the winter i bet a lot i bet a lot a lot of kids being born in like july and august i bet a lot percent uh, (laughs) travis right in his scientific research i don't know the exact numbers all right time stamp 
2.29 p.m. on December the 18th, 2019. Crypto market cap on CoinGecko.com, $190 billion. We're going to talk a little bit about Bitcoin's fall and what happened yesterday in just a moment. But right now, bouncing back, 71.52. And through the top 10, Ethereum, $130. XRP, under 20 cents now, 19.5 cents. Tether, a dollar. Bitcoin Cash, 187. Litecoin, 40 and three quarters. EOS, two and to uh, two and a half dollars. Binance coin, 1336. Bitcoin SV, according to Craig Wright, the only real Bitcoin, 8425. And Tezos still holding the number 10 slot after a week, uh, falling about 20 cents from its high at a dollar 57. Travis, who are the big winners for the last week? Well, I want to I want to throw this out there just just as an aside is Cardano is 11. And there are now only 11 cryptos that are worth a billion or more now i remember in the in the great crypto run-up there of 2018 2017 2018 like there was almost 50 companies that were worth a billion or more and now there is 11 and right after that the first loser would be stellar at 934 million i can't believe stellar is under a nickel now that is just mind-blowing to me uh but here the biggest winner for the week one i'm not familiar with number seven Tomo chain. Tomo. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's a Chinese or Asian company, Travis, but thanks for the uh, Tomo Oregato chain. Uh, up 80% in the last week to 57 cents and wait. On some of- serious volume. Now, now, what's interesting about this to me, Mr. Joel Com, mm-hmm. is the market cap on this thing, 38 million, but it had 42 million in trading volume over the last 24 hours. There's something going on with that. I don't even know what it is. We should probably research that one. And then coming in at, at uh, the 50th overall project, which is the second biggest winner this week, is a is one you're a big fan of, Waves, up 66%. Yeah, still just 83 cents, though. The biggest loser for the week, Matic. We talked about that last week, how they had that precipitous fall down 24%, and IOTA down 21%. So you got your winners, you got your losers. But if you're automatic, is Grizzlyman. I have a feeling Matic is not even going to be on here on the list next week in the top 100 because it's at 94 right now and falling fast. My guess is it's out of the top 100 next week. But right. there'll be no bad news next week. That's bad news because it's Christmas. Yeah, so- yeah. There, there will be. Uh, you know, because since we're going to be creating content in advance for shows over the next couple of weeks, there won't be news because news needs to be up to a minute. But that doesn't mean the content's not going to be great because it is. But here's the uh, the first story is talking about what happened yesterday, and that is Bitcoin crashed again and it hit sixty four hundred. So that is officially Bitcoin's new seven month low what i find interesting is that it's already bounced back up um eight hundred dollars from from that low yeah and it did and it's interesting crypto goes up crypto goes down and there's a resistance point that 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 it looks like it was testing and they said that you know 6500 or something is a testing point but it looked like it sort of just bounced and bounced right back up so we don't know if this is a dead cat bounce as it bounced off the 6400 support but uh, it could be you know i don't know it's nice to see that it's back up over 7000 having gone up eight percent i've not looked at the technicals on that to see why or when or to see if it's why it popped but uh, interesting to see it's good news when that happens 
Well, there are people who are analyzing the situation, and they said that, you know, the resistance was, as you said, um, 6,400, 6,500. There are still some who think it's going to bottom under 6,000, but there, some analysts are seeing a similarity to 2018. Last December, Bitcoin reached a floor after a year-long bear market, subsequently bouncing from 3,100 to highs of 13,800. Some indicators suggest a repeat of Bitcoin's 2019 transformation may well be in the cards. And of course, you know, the conferences, what Bitcoin Miami, right? The North American Bitcoin conference happens in the middle of January. We're going to be there. And typically at these big events, we do see a little bit of bullishness take place. Well, it's happened historically. And think about it this year in consensus. That is the time that Bitcoin is going to do its happening during consensus and so the consensus is is that we should probably see a nice little pop right around that time. i think the buzz in in new york during consensus is going to be insane this year due to the happening there's gonna be so many conversations about that because it the happening is happening right around then i think i don't know the exact date or if people there's there's somebody who knows the exact date and probably the time of when it will happen they can figure that out i don't know but i do know that it's mid-may when it is set to occur, and we'll be in New York during that time, probably with some random NFT scavenger hunt thing that we're going to be working around. So we'll see. Well, this is interesting, Travis, because Peter Schiff, the gold bug and crypto spectic who's been on the show before. has been related to Adam Schiff, I wonder? Nope, not at all. Are I don't Sh- think so. They're both Schiff heads? <laughs> Just well, kidding. He tweeted on December 4th, Bitcoin pump and dumpers are losing their mojo. They managed to pump the price by 550 in one minute, yet the dump reversed the entire pump with an 8% drop in just seven and a half hours. If Bitcoin pumpers can no longer sucker in new buyers, the game is over. Look out below. I, you know, I, I just think he's very wrong. That's my personal opinion. I think Mr. Schiff is wrong. We will see. We will see. Now, there's another interesting piece of news here, Mr. Mr. Joel Kahn, and I think it might be the very first time that we've ever had an article from CNN on bad crypto, uh, but the cryptocurrency tycoon from, remember the website Quadriga CX? That mm-hmm. was a Canadian site where the, where the founder of the company, Gerald Cotton, died, and then all of a sudden he was the only one with the keys, and there's $145 plus million in limbo. Well, <laughs> lawyers are now seeking to exhume his body to see if it's really him. How do right. we know that it was him? I mean, you know that there are scammers that have exit strategies to take the money and run. And certainly one way to do that would be to fake your own death, right? Then mm-hmm. you don't have lawsuits and people coming after you. But um, I wonder if this is going to actually happen. If they're going to you kill yourself, then you move to Ukraine or Russia. Learn the language. No one will ever know difference. So stay tuned to Bad Crypto for updates on that story when we have it. Speaking of exhuming the dead, the Fed continues to uh, support the U.S. economy by infusing billions more into our economy. The U.S. Fed is going to print $425 billion for New Year's, which happens to be three times the Bitcoin market cap, and they're going to pour that into the economy. What is that going to do to our economy? 
Well, what it does over time is any time that you send an influx of cash into the system, prices go up and the value of the dollar goes down because there's more dollars in circulation. So now what ends up happening is you're going to notice in 2020 increased prices in food, probably increased prices in gas. Because that's the whole thing is if you have a trillion dollars and now all of a sudden you add $425 billion, well, then we just increased the money supply by almost 30%. Now, we don't know exactly how many dollars are in circulation. Why? Why is that? Why is that, Mr. Joel Kahn? Why do we not know how many dollars are in circulation? Why? Because they don't want us to know. Well, they've never done an audit of the Federal right. Reserve no, system. They've never. Never been audited. Ever. 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 And now they're just going to print more money out? Like, it's crazy when you see the amount of waste that happens in the government as it is. And they just say, you know what? Eh. Let's just print out a bunch more. Who cares? Back by nothing part. other than the full faith of the United States government. Mm. Which I, How I much mean, faith do you have faith. left? Not a whole lot, honestly. Well, Not you got to have faith. Ooh, I got to have faith. And speaking of the U.S. government, you can leave it up to them to shut down the scammers. Apparently, there was a suit around uh, the a New York-based startup called the Blockchain of Things, Inc., and the SEC is saying that they conducted an unregistered, unregistered, unregistered also, initial coin offering, and apparently BCOT raised $13 million for their unregistered ICO, and now, according to this ruling by the SEC, the settlement, they have to return the $13 million in funds to the investors who purchase tokens in the ICO and request a return of funds. So you have to ask for your money back. You know, the very first problem, the very first uh, mistake they made, it sounds to me, right in that very first sentence, New York-based startup <laughs> blockchain of things. Now, that's a problem. For one, New York is a real pain in the ass when it comes to crypto stuff. Just just ask Mr. Charlie Shrem about how big of a pain in the ass New York is when it comes to crypto stuff. Creating a startup around crypto in New York, not smart. You know, I, I think creating a startup around crypto in America, not smart. Now, I mean, look, look what happens. They're not even saying it was a fraudulent deal. They're just saying it was unregistered with the SEC through that, which most ICOs were unregistered. Now, there was a fraudulent uh, a thing that the SEC had, had charged Erin uh, Iral, who is Shopin, S-H-O-P-I-N, the founder of Shopin, for, for orchestrating a fraudulent $42 million ICO. And so he's, he's pled guilty and for felony charges, and uh, the court has ordered him to pay $125,000 in restitution and $475,000 in judgments to investors and surrender the remaining $450,000 in cryptocurrency to the AG's office. So basically what happened is the value decreased so substantially since he did the ICO that um, they've defrauded hundreds of, of investors for $42 million. Not a lot left when the value tanked so significantly, huh? Aaron Ayal. And now he's shopping broccoli. I shopping broccoli. I shopping broccoli. broccoli. Apparently, the Chinese courts are using blockchain tech to settle cases in courts. More than 3.1 million Chinese litigation activities from March to October this year were settled through blockchain and AI-powered smart internet courts. How does that work? 
smart internet AI. You know, this is the very first time I've ever heard of this, Mr. Jocom. But just you saying the word kind of terrifies me. Like, there's no humans in there to make to 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 grant any grace. That's you know, it's you can't have a jury where there's one person, so you can't have a unanimous jury. They just have an AI powered blockchain and AI powered smart internet court that basically here's the law, suck it. You're going to jail or you're paying a fine. That's that's wild to me to think about that. So uh, Zhang Wen is the president of the Beijing Beijing. I, I'm having a hard problem wordifying today. Beijing Internet Court. He says that they use the technology, but quote, in the current use of AI as an assistant to make rulings, efficiency is prioritized over accuracy. A human judge is ultimately responsible for the fair ruling, but we're heading towards a future when we can see an AI judge sitting at the podium. It'd be like a little robot guy, like a Tamagotchi. No, it's going to be, be like, if you lose, he'll be Tamagotcha. Mm. It's going to be huge. We place lots of AI judges all over America. It's going to be great. Very. It's going to be very efficient. We've prioritized efficiency over accuracy. <laughs> that to me just sounds so wrong. We prioritized efficiency over accuracy. So if your court case gets hosed, eh, suck it. Yeah, sucks to be you. Also in China, they are moving forward with the digital one. And they can become a world leader in blockchain, according to this article on CNBC, because U.S. policy is absent, right? There's this hole right here because the U.S. um, agencies cannot come to agreement or put out regulation that really affects the whole market and businesses are moving offshore. And meanwhile, uh, China is saying, all right, we'll lead the way. Mm-hmm. You know, you've heard Trump. Trump thinks blockchain and crypto and ba- and Bitcoin is bad. The U.S. dollar is good. That's not wise when it comes to international business because here's other countries utilizing blockchain, especially when one of your biggest rivals in the world, China, is looking to become a world leader in China with Xi Jinping's backing. I think that, you know, they are. And U.S. policy is not... Or, or, our policy is, eh, let's let's sue anybody who's doing innovation within blockchain. Yo, you did this, you did you didn't do this correctly to this particular agency's liking. We're we're gonna make you return all your money and and leave the country and build your business somewhere else. I don't know, man. I I don't know what's going on with that. I know that that what we've heard is that the president has somebody in his cabinet who is blockchain friendly, but I've not heard any real developments in the world, in the U.S., around government-backed blockchain stuff. I guarantee you the U.S. government and the Department of Defense, they don't want, they don't want blockchain transparency to, to sh- because there's so much money that just disappears that's not accounted for. I mean, that's just crazy to me. Like, they don't want, they don't want that. I, I don't think China wants that transparency either. They just want the ability to use blockchain to lock things down. So, I don't know. We'll see, Mr. Jokom. Well, you know, China banned ICOs back in 2017, but there's still the mining operations in China. Mm -hmm. And according to this article, millions of citizens own and invest in cryptocurrency. So China doesn't appear to have a problem with blockchain. And over 500 blockchain projects have registered with the Chinese Mm -hmm. government. That's a lot. Right. The question is, is will they, they loosen the rules on trading? Bitcoin and some experts say that's not likely. I don't know who these experts are or why people refer to them as experts, but 
the world needs more pseudo experts. So there That's you go. True. I'm an expert in being an expert. Mr. Travis Wright, before we get to our next story, let's give some love to the people that help make this show go. Our new sponsor, Upland. Yeah, Upland, they is they, they is a location-based property trading game uh, paired with a decentralized economy. That's the pitch. And, you know, you can buy, sell, and trade and develop these virtual properties that are based on real-world addresses. And it's it's going to become pretty cool. Like like it's it's very early on in the game now, but you know now they have they have collections of different addresses you can do. Soon they're going to have treasure hunts. They're going to have scavenger hunt type things. And the UPX token can be used to purchase more properties, to develop land, to pay for digital goods. Uh, the objective is really to establish an open economy where various stakeholders can interact and exchange and transact with one another without intermediaries. And there's some cool stuff that's going to be launching in 2020. And we're already in there playing around. So they've opened up the beta in San Francisco. You can go ahead and jump on in there now. Upland.me, U-P-L-A-N-D.me. Go check it out. And uh, Mr. Joel Com and I, you can see I'm T-W, T-E-E-D-U-B. And then are you Joel Com? I'm assuming nope, on yours. I, I am Minor Profit, M-I-N-O-R-P-R-O-P-H-E-T. I own a bunch of property in San Francisco, their initial space, and I might own your house. You don't know. You might yeah. need to go look and see if I own your place. They're going to be on the show in 2020 to talk more about this, but um, we're glad that they are sponsors of Bad Crypto. And For sure. Just another indication, Travis, that gaming it could really lead the way. In fact, this article on Cointelegraph is titled Gaming is the Key to Mass Adoption of Crypto. And, you know, you and I have really started exploring this land of NFTs, non-fungible mm-hmm. Tokens, tokens that under this new standard let you create items that are unique to you, can be used in a variety of games and traded or sold to others on blockchain. Mm-hmm. I've been doing a lot of exploration around token. I've been doing that for many years, token as much as I can. It's really good. That is the Tokes token was on our show earlier this year, <laughs> but I think that's different. Oh, yeah, that's to- okay. I got you. I got you. I thought we were doing the pot cast we're exploring a lot of different ways to create nfts you know i've talked at length about gods unchained which is um, cards a trading card game like blizzard's hearthstone that is built on the ethereum erc 721 standard uh wax engine and cred bull all have their own methods of minting your own nfts in fact Mm -hmm. we have yet to decide exactly how we're going to do it but for those who come to the conferences that we're performing bad crypto at or that we're attending as media we're going to be creating unique collectible nfts that you can get at the show that you won't be able to get before you won't be able to get them after and we're still trying to figure out what unique function they're going to claim but travis imagine building a a sword that has these unique properties Mm -hmm. and being able to then use that sword across multiple games right not just one but you start seeing these creators of games maybe using the same Unity engine that make it so their games are all cross-platformy and that mm. sword can move from one universe to another. I, pro- I-, I propose we call it the Bad Saber. 
<laughs> and it's like it glows red. And then when you kill people, they bleed their blood in redness. And it makes a fart sound. Oh. <laughs> Every time you hit somebody with a sword, you may... <laughs> That's hilarious. And, and you can only... <laughs> Who's bad? <laughs> yeah, every time you kill a guy, it's so perfect. I love that. Yeah, but you're right. These non-fungible tokens are really cool because, you know, not only can you, you know, collect them and they're in a wallet, but there's companies out there doing stuff in augmented reality where you could literally walk around and see if there's, you know, tokens around. I mean, Matt, there's going to be some cool stuff that happens at conferences in the future when you can turn on your phone, look around and see, oh, there's there's something right here. I need to go see those guys and maybe even pick up some free cryptos or pick up some free game tokens or pick up something that, like like a card or a coin that you flip it over and there's a link attached to it and you can that can drive you to some other deal or some other opportunity or there could be scavenger hunts. I mean, there's all kinds of things that can be done with this. It's not just like, you know, only retro 1980 games throwback you know sort of text only type of things where like there's some of that stuff with very little limited graphics and limited playability but it's evolving over time and especially as these platforms get stronger and are able to do cooler stuff we're going to see a lot of innovation in that space and we just you know actually talked about this on our previous episode with ryan rodden of CastleCrypto.gg. if you haven't heard that episode yet badco.in forward slash 347 so i've got a real close eye on the gaming world mr travis right i've also got a close eye on my browser because as you know i switched from google chrome to brave and the latest numbers from brave show that not only are they increasing the number of users but that verified publishers are coming on board because they see it as an opportunity to accept back basic attention token contributions from their readers to date over 350,000 publishers are verified including Bad Crypto. If you go to badcryptopodcast.com, you'll have an opportunity by clicking the little brave token icon mm-hmm. up there in the browser window to donate basic attention token to our podcast. Yeah. And if you look at that number, 354,022 is the number updated as of right now. You can go to batgrowth, batgrowth.com. You can see the total number of brave browser publishers there in real time. YouTubers are really taking this by storm compared to website publishers. So there's only 38, almost 39,000 website publishers, but there's 233,000 YouTube publishers that are already on there, almost 40,000 Twitter publishers. So maybe we'll, we'll uh, turn our, our, uh, our Twitter page on to that as well. 13,000 Reddit publishers, 19,000 Twitch publishers, 2,000 Vimeo publishers, 7,000 GitHub publishers. Zero SoundCloud publishers. That's interesting. Maybe it's, maybe it's not functional yet for whatever reason. But here's yeah. how you know if you can give rewards to a site. So assuming you're using the Brave browser, and if you're not, use our link to go grab it because that rewards us as well. Go to badco.in forward slash brave so in the url bar that's up at the top of your browser you'll see a little brave uh, shields icon to the right of the url and that's where you determine whether or not you're blocking ads and cookies on that site and right next to that is the bat um, rewards the brave rewards icon it's a triangle it's kind of fuchsia and purple and on a site that doesn't accept 
bat donations yet. It'll just be the triangle. But if the site is verified, like Bad Cryptos is, you'll see a little purple check mark in a circle right next to it. So if you click that, you can then send a tip directly from your Brave browser where you're earning tokens from seeing ads. Pretty cool. Yeah. And then what's cool is like, uh, it can set it up for you so that all the cryptos that you earn from viewing ads, you can use those to donate to your favorite publisher. So it's pretty handy. Or you can actually go in and buy some bat and then keep that and then uh, utilize that however you like. So, I mean, these things these things are so necessary when it comes to the decentralizing of the web and big tech and decentralizing social media because a lot of these content creators and publishers out there, you know, they're using YouTube ad revenue as their main source of revenue and then youtube kills their account and then what then they're hosed then they got to go out and get a job but who wants somebody for a job who's only good at youtube as your skill <laughs> i'm really good at the youtubes okay well that's great but you no longer have an audience it's been killed and so then you got to regroup and do your own thing so it's really crazy how how big tech really hurts uh content creators so this is a way you can support your favorite content creators hook them up a little bit of cryptos Yep. So get the Brave browser, badco.in forward slash brave, and you could do everything on it that you did with Chrome, uh, except be spied on by Google, which is, which is, you know, to me, the whole difference. And so we encourage all citizens of the Republic of Bad Cryptopia to ditch Chrome, go to Brave and uh, tip creators that you enjoy their content. It's just yeah. it's a great system. Just the tip. <laughs> and on that note, <clears throat> Mr. Travis Wright, we're going to bring this episode of the Bad Crypto Podcast to a close. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. And tis the season. So be giving mm -hmm. and tell people to give you their phone so that you can subscribe them to the Bad Crypto Podcast and then give them the gift of badness. That's true. And th did you mention the, the Brave browser download link? Badco.in forward slash Brave. If you've not downloaded that on mobile specifically, I mean, even, yeah, like it's so much faster. Not only do you can earn cryptos and whatever and all the good things we are talking about, it's it's like literally two, three times faster than your previous browser, like on mobile. Were you being facetious to ask if I announced it or were you just not listening that I said it three times? No, seriously, have you said it? Badco.in forward slash brave, badco.in forward slash brave. Stay bad, kids. Talk to you soon. The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto, LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.